Hey there, welcome back. How's it going? How's everybody feeling? Uh, today we are coming to you with something a little different. I am coming to you with something a little different. I wanted to try out an idea that I've had for a while where I wanted to try out a segment, a side hustle if you will, where I follow suit of the original recording where we played a game called Answer the Internet. The idea that I had is I would scour the interwebs and I would answer questions from Reddit. Uh, I really like Reddit. I read Reddit quite a bit in my off time. Like I was saying, the idea that I had is to kind of pick out some things that I like a lot from Reddit, see how I like them, uh, save them, and just kind of go over them. So, without further ado, for, without further ado, without further ado, today I am recording a segment that I am calling the Elder Cast. We will see how this goes. This might be short. This might be long. I might edit the fuck out of it. I might make it like a 15 minute little segment, you know, something quick in between recordings. Who knows? I'm still working that out in my mind, but we will get right into it. I have procured a few posts from Reddit. A lot of them are from the subreddit, ask Reddit. We'll start with a question from the subreddit, ask Reddit. Uh, this question is, how are you still alive? <laughs> this was a reply in the thread. Dumb luck and the occasional smart choice. Depp does not want me. He has no place for me. Just die already. This question was pretty funny to me because I've had several run-ins with potentially, like, uh, I probably could have died one way or another. But one of them, for example, this was a while back, probably in about 2007, 2008, my mom was early in her relationship with my stepdad. Uh, one of the first things that we did with him was go camping with him. And the campsites themselves were in, I guess you would say, like a basin or like a gulch. I, I don't know what you would, uh, what the proper term would be, but the entrance road that led down into the campsites came down in like a spiral. You came down like a winding road into the campsite. At the time, I was really into this movie called Thrashing, And at the time I was very into like Dwayne Peters and uh, my whole vibe was like old school 80s skaters with Steve Cab. I was really into like Dogtown at the time, young Tony Alba, Christian Hussoy. So in my head, I was like, what, one of the big things at the time was like street skating these guys would bomb hills and they would like skate them like if they were surfing you know because that was that was the influence that they had the skaters out in socal their influences were like early surfers so they had like just a, a certain way that they would skate they would skate in the style of surfing they would hill bomb and at the time i i thought well fuck yeah dude i i could bomb this hill for sure me, me too i remember getting to the campsite i had my board with me i remember running up and down that hill the whole time that we were there i came down it like a million times and i thought i got this i knew every point of the hill i thought i know where i could fucking bail i know where i have to adjust myself i know when i'm gonna have to turn when i'm gonna have to start leaning into the turn this that and the other planning it out of my head very jimmy neutron brain blasting it and uh i was fucking ready in my head i was ready i was so ready to skate the hill. Then that was the first day that we got there, to the campsite anyway. It was like a Friday. Saturday morning, up early, up super early, super excited, ready to leave the campsite, go skate. Everybody was out on the water, you know, enjoying the day. You know, me being very like antisocial. I didn't want to talk or be around anybody. I wanted to go skate. I wanted to do my own thing. I didn't want to make friends with any of my stepdad's family. I didn't want anybody to meet me. I didn't want to meet them. I wanted to be very loner, very lone wolf, very hard-headed, very convinced that I'm going to skate this hill. First thing I did, I walked up the hill, started doing my practice runs. I could tell you almost instantly, I knew that something was up. 
I knew that something was up and in my head, I was already telling myself, wow, I'm going to have to bail coming down. So I'm going to have to bail. I need to know where I'm going to bail out at because I already know something's going to go wrong. If this was Marvel's Endgame, I went full Doctor Strange, saw into the future and I only had one chance at coming down this hill without fucking up, honestly and truly. That was like my inner monologue going off. And on the outside, I was like, nah, I got this. It's cool. So I get to the top of the hill. I already feel really weird about it. Something isn't right, but I'm not gonna let myself not attempt the hill run. I go down the hill about a quarter of a way down, I bail. And I'm thinking, damn it, I'm not gonna come down all the way. I'm trying to like psych myself up enough and encourage myself to be like, nah, like I can, you know, I can do this. I've been practicing it since yesterday. I have about, you know, six hours total of skating this hill, thinking I'm gonna come down it, I'm gonna get it done. I'm just psyching myself out. I wasn't scared to attempt the hill, but fuck me if I think logic was in the way. And I, I knew like, I'm not gonna accomplish my goal. I think the logical side of my brain at the time was like, dude, we're not gonna do it. The irrational part of my brain was very much in control. And I was like, I, I got this, I can do it. For sure I got this. You know, I do it a few more times, one, two, skidoo, and my now stepbrother came up at one point and brought me some water and was like, hey, I came to see you come down the hill. Instantly, I was like, oh, I can't, man. Sat my ass down. It was kind of like, oh, I'll, I'll try it in a while. It's cool. I'll wait. I'm, uh, it's a little hot. It's a little hot. Sort of wiping my brow, drinking all the water. And I was like, well, fuck, man. Now I got this audience. I don't want anybody to watch me come down a hill and, and possibly eat shit. I think he maybe got the hint that or he was like, oh, well, you know, he just doesn't want to be friends with anybody. So he kind of gave me like, all right, man, I'll, uh, I'll see you later. I guess if you want to not, you know, fucking crash down this hill. I'm thinking to myself, yeah, dude, for sure. Fuck yeah, do it. And so I waited for him to leave until he was out of sight. Finally, I just said, fuck it, dude. I stood up. I grabbed my board. I climbed the hill. It was Windy at the top of the hill, but there was no wind at the bottom of the hill. So I thought, I'm cool. As soon as I got to the top of the hill, it seemed like I was looking down at the fucking earth. There was no way that I was going to not have to bail out. I knew I wasn't going to let myself bail out because if I did, it was all, you know, basically for nothing. But I knew like, hey, I could just fucking turn around, walk back down to the campsite, join everybody like a normal person hang out the rest of the fucking weekend or i could try to come down the hill on a skateboard and you know eat shit and die so i took the ladder and here i go getting ready to go down the hill psyching myself out i look down the hill it looks like what every opponent charizard seismic toss back down to the earth i felt that way i thought holy shit here we go i let myself go i pushed i gave myself like two three pushes and got my bearings. I was going down the hill fine. I was a quarter of the way down. I was ready damn near at the bottom. I felt the subtlest uh, ASMR whisper on, on the back wheels of my board. I felt the trucks move and then I felt the wheels move and I felt just the tiniest little bit of, hey, you're gonna fucking die. And swear to God, when people say that time slows down, I think you just become hypersensitive to what's going on in the moment that time really did, it slowed down. I could see the failure in front of me, time slowed down. I looked at the hard cam, I broke the fourth wall. I felt very much like Wile E. Coyote walking off the cliff, looking at the camera and holding up the sign like help. I felt that way. 16 year old me felt that way. And almost instantly, once I knew time went back into normal speed, I couldn't tell you what happened. I know I fell, 
I ate shit at some point. I could tell you that it was almost like, you know, you turned off the light switch and turned it back on. I was at the bottom of the fucking hill. At the bottom of the hill, it curved. And I knew that if I couldn't make the curve or if I caught it too wide, I was going to bail. And I had a barrier there. And I knew approaching that curve, if I took it too wide, I could bail to let the board go. And I would at least run into the barrier. I could take the barrier like on the shoulder. Or I could run into it with my back or something. I, I knew that I had something that could stop me. I could brace myself and catch myself on that barrier. But if I missed the barrier, I was going just straight over a hill. And I was going to end up at the bottom of that hill. And uh, probably hit like a million trees on the way down. Some rocks or hit some snakes or hit a bear, hit a bobcat. Who knows? Fucking fall to my death. It didn't matter. That barrier was my saving grace. It also probably knocked me out. Like I said, light switch. I looked up and I was looking at the fucking sky and I can hear the wheels on my board just spinning. There was a small reflector almost sticking in the ground, probably as a marker. Like if you're coming down that hill at night, you can see that reflector. It was visibly just shaking in the ground. Like if a goddamn earthquake went off. So I probably hit it. I, it knocked the wind out of me. I, I audibly gave like that. Ooh, that knocked out that no air in your body that sound anyway stood up i could tell you for sure i was dazed i've hit my head fucking hard enough on the ground to know that i was dazed was i concussed probably i told myself i wasn't so i stood up i looked at my board first thing i worried about my board wasn't broken i was fine but as i'm looking down at the board i'm seeing drops of blood line on the board that's what stressed me out because i was using my friend's board at the time we had traded deck he let me use his i let him use mine Hey there guys, real quick, this is the Elder Dadalus, co-host of the Dallas Podcast. Today, I'm here to tell you a little something about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast, and let me go ahead and explain. First of all, it is free, there's no upfront cost, it doesn't cost anything. It's a great way to get started. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Literally, if you're on the go, if you're at school, if you are hiding in the restroom while you're at work, if you're stalking your ex-girlfriend. You can literally make a podcast from anywhere. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other streaming platforms. Hey, great way to get it out, right? You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That means that your Uncle Randy, who was twice removed, can help you make a buck. Or a creepy Father John, who you chose to stop talking to for many reasons, can even help you make a buck. It's that simple. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm. I hope you guys enjoy it. Let's get back to the show. Boy, I tried ordering you, I tried punishing you, and God help me, I even tried reasoning with you, and the only thing left for me to do is jump the gorge myself. Uh, what? Why? Because that way you'll see what it's like to witness a family member stupidly risking his life for no good reason. I was worried about getting blood on his grip tape, and I instantly knew as I saw droplets of blood falling on the grip tape, I thought, I'm gonna have to buy him a whole new grip tape. I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna have to buy him a whole new deck if it's broken. It was fine. Uh, the trucks were fine. All the hardware was fine. Unbeknownst to me, I was the one who was messed up. It wasn't clicking at the time. And so I'm looking down at this deck, and I'm bleeding all over the grip tape, so I held it away from me. But my first instinct was bloody nose. That's what it is. I just, I hit my nose. Okay, cool, I'm fine. I'm walking down the hill. There is a large-breasted woman approaching me, running at me, in a matter of fact, screaming, waving her hands like Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog with breasts. 
she is just galloping towards me at, at such a speed. Knockers waving in the air. And she's like, oh my god, I saw the whole thing. And I thought, cool. First thing I did, I said, cool. And I gave her the thumbs up and I walked right past her. And she said, no, you don't understand. You're bleeding. And I said, I know. It's just my nose. It wasn't my nose. And I felt my head and I thought, oh, my hat. I had a hat on at the time. That was like my thing. That's always been my thing. You know, I, I like hats. And at the time I had a fucking dope hat. I realized it wasn't on my head. Instantly snapped. I gotta go get my hat. Turned back around, walked up the hill again. She's still like, she's following me, you know? She's trying to get me to stand still. And she runs down and she's like, no, honey, you have to stand still. And I thought, no, bitch, I gotta go get my hat walked right past her, walked up the hill. And she's grabbing at my shirt. She's trying to grab at my board. She's trying to get me to stop. And I pulled the board away from her. I really like aggressively, I pulled it away from her. And I told her, hey, like, look out. I'm just gonna go get my hat, I'm fine. You leave me alone. I was getting mad because I, I didn't understand how beat up I was. Like I said, my irrational brain was in the driver's seat. This poor lady is over here trying to help me out. I'm fucking getting pissed at her, you know, I'm getting pissed at her. And uh, I walk back up the hill, find my hat soaked in blood. And uh, I thought, that's ah, from my nose. Little did I know, like the injuries that had occurred from the fall. And I look at my hat, it was an airbrushed hat that I had. And uh, it was a really cool hat. That, that's that's what I'm trying to get at with that. That hat was like really cool. I thought it was so fucking cool. I thought I was the coolest guy wearing it. It was his hat, Mr. Krabs. He was number one. And uh, instantly ruined, soaked in blood. That's all I was worried about, the board and the hat. This is now my second time walking down the hill. This lady is still frantically running at me, trying to get me to stop, asking me who my mom is, asking me if I know my name. I'm like at a loss for words because I'm like, lady, leave me the fuck alone. I'm just trying to go back to my campsite, dude. Like, I'm fine. I'm looking down at myself. Everything's fucking bloody, dude. I had black dickies on at the time. Cut off dickies. These fucking things, you could see the blood, like, just caking onto the short. My shirt caked in blood. My hat soaked in blood. The grip tape on the board, visibly bloody, which I was super stressing out about. I'm making my way down to the campsite. My stepbrother sees me. He's like, oh my God, runs away. My stepdad's family at the time, it was, it was all the guys. I think they had gone to the store or something and they came back and they were in his truck. You got to think it's like five older black dudes coming down the hill in this truck and they stop and they go, oh no, that's D's son. And they roll down the windows and they're like, hey man, what happened to you? And I looked at them and smiled. And I gave him a thumbs up. I was like, nothing, I was skateboarding. I'll see you back at the campsite. And they're like, nah, man, we got to get you to a hospital. You got to get in. We got to let Darius know. I don't know which one of my stepdad's family members it was. They open up the door and I think they saw the full extent of the damage as far as visibly how I looked. And just right away, they turn around and they're like, oh, you know what, man? Don't don't get in the truck. Just just walk back down to the campsite. These fucking guys, much like myself with a the skateboard, these fucking guys we're like, oh yeah, dude, we gotta help him. And then they opened up the door and they saw how bloody I was and they thought, nah, you can walk. You're, you're all right. Because they didn't want me to stain the interior of the truck. Instantly, I was like, I hate you guys so much. I mean, in hindsight, it's funny, but at the time I was like, wow, fuck. And so at this point, the pain is starting to set in. I'm limping now back to the campsite. And I'm like, wow, like I, I think I hurt myself a lot more. I thought the extent I bloodied my nose and I maybe like sprained an ankle or something. It was like far more than that. I'll get to it. I get down to the campsite and my mom is standing pale, pale, just in the middle of the campsite and just yells, wails, like, like Cedric Diggory's dad. And she's like, that's my son! What happened to you? 
What happened to your teeth? Show me your teeth. At the time, my mom was a, was a dental assistant. This fucking lady was only worried about my teeth. She goes, show me your teeth. And I smiled at her, gave her a thumbs up. I was like, no big deal, dude. Chill out. She thought I was in a fight. Someone told her that 15 armed men approached me and were trying to take my skateboard. And, you know, they tried fighting me. I fought them off. One of the guys threw a punch first. I caught it. I broke his elbow, swept the leg, stomped the groin. That guy's done. Second guy had a katana, caught the katana with between my hands, snapped it. Plink, swept the leg, stomped the groin. Third guy got me from the back, socked me in the back of the head called me a bitch. I turned around, slapped him in the face, Fox Catcher 5, grabbed his balls, twisted, he went down. But then all the remaining guys, you know, got the better. But it was a, you know, they, they caught me by surprise. My mom was under the impression that, that I had been beaten up for my skateboard. I wasn't, that wasn't the case. I fell down. I fell down the hill. I told her, I was like, I just fell down the hill. It's fine. And she said, it's not fine. Look at your fucking face. She showed me in the reflection of like a little hand mirror, like for makeup. And I was like, holy shit, I'm in a lot worse shape than I thought. And she sat me down and they're pouring water over me. They're giving me towels. They're trying to clean me up. And right away, my mom's like, I, I ruined, I ruined that trip for my mom. My stepdad was never going to like her because her dumbass kid fell down a hill on a skateboard. The trip was ruined. We were going to have to go home. She took me to the hospital and they asked me what happened. There was like five different stories involved with, with me falling down this hill. I told people I fell off a cliff. I got jumped, got attacked by a bobcat or a mountain lion, whichever one's bigger. Mountain lion, probably it's a mountain lion. A lion, cat, whichever one's bigger. Whichever one makes me look better. So what I say, cliff... Mountain lion, bear, uh, oh, bear. I said I got, uh, yeah, I got attacked by a bear. Some guys beat me up and, uh, I got hit by a car. Those were like my five different stories that I was telling the whole time that we were in the hospital. We got to the waiting room. They checked me in. There was legitimately like a dying woman in the waiting room. Lady looked like shit. Lady looked like she was ready to die. This lady visibly and audibly sounded fucking terrible. And she looks at me and I'm thumbs upping the whole time. I'm just, I gave her a thumbs up and I was like, hope you feel better. She probably died. I, I don't know. I don't, you know, I just, I don't want to, you know, I'll kick my coverage, man. She probably died. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but it's like, oh, you look a little rough, buddy. And they take me in, you know, the doctor asked me and I'm giving them all these stupid fucking answers. And she was like, you're in really high spirits. And I'm like, I am concussed, ma'am. Same thing with the doctor. He's like, wow, you were really happy. I'm like, I am in shock. I may pass out soon. Right away, I did. <laughs> They're cleaning me up. What ended up happening, my right calf, right below the knee was split open and just badly scarred. I had a lot of tearing in the flesh along my calf and there was like substantial split. My eyebrow was split open. My lips were cut. My ass was scratched. My flesh was torn all, you know, all up and down my body. I mean, my head had some lumps and some bumps. My face got scratched up. My nose was broken for like the 10th time. But other than that, I was fine. You know, the worst thing about it, he says, we're going to go ahead and stitch you up. Instantly fainted. Fainted like a girl. Fainted like a girl seeing James Dean for the first time. After that, you know, they, they gave me smelling salt and he's like, okay, you know, we'll do liquid stitches along the large cut, but you can't walk on that leg. And then we're going to add in staples. I said, fuck it. I'm scared of needles. Just go ahead, shoot it. And they saved me up. I was fine, took a picture of me, thumbs up, smiles all around. And my mom looks at me and is like, that's one of the dumbest things that you've ever done. Turned around and looked at her and said, bet. We ended up going back to the campsite. We made it the full weekend. We had fun. I can tell you right now, it took me like a year to start skateboarding again because I was genuinely scared of just falling in general. We got it done. It was very cool. It was and still is probably one of my favorite moments in my life. I talk about it when I have the chance because it's a good icebreaker. It's a good conversation piece for me. 
It makes me seem more interesting because I'm not that interesting of a guy. I'm glad to share the story. So that was a good segment. I hope you enjoyed it. For the Dadless Podcast, this has been the Elder Cast. I am the Elder Dadless for the Roaming Nomad, for HD, for the boy. Hope you enjoy. Thanks again. We'll see you in the next one. Thanks. It is useless to resist. Don't let yourself be destroyed. Offer me everything I ask for. Anything you want. I want my father back, you son of a bitch. I do not want That's my son! This is my boy! This is my boy! That's impossible! You're laughing. Someone was killed today because of what you did. I know. How about another joke, Murray? Fuck you. What do you seem to understand? Locked in here with you. You're locked in here with me. This is my daughter. I understand you, Kate. Actually, we're all tickled to hear you say that. You should have your revenge. Iron Man. Good night. And always remember that's my.